Hey there, this is Brian with the Dealership Fix-It Podcast. This is my podcast number three, and today I just want to talk briefly about customer experience. Beat the dead horse, that is, talking about customer experience. But I want to look at it from um, maybe a different perspective. We'll see. You listen, you tell me. You give me your feedback if it's different or the same old. In my mind, it feels like there's probably just two ways to handle customers to give them the experience that they deserve and that you need to keep earning their money. And it makes me think of that old Cherokee story where the grandpa and the grandson are sitting there and the grandpa runs through the difference between the two wolves, one good, one bad. Um, And ultimately the grandson asks who wins. The grandfather says, the one you feed. So I'm going to ask you today to feed the side of customer experience that's going to get you where you want to be in the future at a dealership, or whether it means you're getting paid more money, you, you don't get canned when times get tight. Maybe it means you move on and take those experiences and you open your own shop somewhere. Whatever it is, I think as a person that's a consumer and also I interact with these customer experiences from a professional level as a consultant to dealerships now, I can tell you, I feel like there's two different sides of the coin or the two different wolves. Okay, I'm going to name these two things. It's my own construct here. The two types of customer experience. I would say are you're either at ownership level customer experience or you're at half-assed level customer experience. And if we want to make a thing out of them, you can be OLCX, ownership level customer experience, or you can be at HACX, which, as I told you, means you're doing it halfway. Obviously, one of those is the one you want to be. One of those is not. How do you know? Well... I can tell you that if you interact with a customer during that interaction, you'll find they will give you some clues, whether it's body language uh, with or with their words, or maybe they write stuff on a piece of paper. Maybe they send you an email and that's how you interact with them. Whatever you find um, in that interaction of communication, I feel like you need to always establish Obviously, what they're looking to get accomplished, can you perform that? Can you provide that? Can you sell them that? If you can, in my opinion, to be at that next level, which is ownership level customer experience, is you have to know exactly what you need to get done and then beat it. You need to find out exactly what they expect at a bare minimum and then don't do just the bare minimum. You know, hit the bare minimum and keep flying by. I don't know exactly what that means in every scenario, but I bet you you can tell me with a couple of examples. And I'd love to hear your feedback on that. If you guys all have some feedback, uh, you can always email them to me at dealershipfixit at gmail.com or um, send me uh, direct links, uh, messages through this podcast. Um, But so, so you've got the two sides of the equation. One of them, You just let it go where it goes. 
You let them tell you if they feel like telling it, telling you you don't ask enough questions. You may you may hit the mark and you may land somewhere below it and you might beat the mark, right? You're not really controlling your destiny in that way. That's half-assing customer experience. If on the other side of the thing, you want to say, man, I want people to mistake me for the owner, which is a great, a great, you know, level to attain. I've, I've had that happen to me many times through the years when I worked at dealerships, interacting with a customer, you know, you're, you're wowing them. You're, you're obviously so invested in that one transaction that you're in the middle of at that one time. They're shocked when you're not the owner. That's awesome. That's what you want to aspire to, in my opinion, right? If you're interacting with customers, if they think you're the owner, you've gotten there, right? Now just try to keep doing it. (laughs) That might be harder. I'll be right back. Hey there, welcome back. So the old Cherokee tale, good versus evil, which one wins? The one you feed. Well, in your customer service capabilities, you can be ownership level or you can half-ass it. That's ultimately, I think, what I'm trying to point out. We all witness it. Hopefully, you take the examples uh, when you go out into society and, and patronize a place and they give you HACX. Hopefully, you put that in your mind as an example of, man, carry that into my business because that's not what I want. Right. If, you know, if you're in a parts department of a dealership, right, how can you beat the mark? Right. You've provided a service. You've sold them something. Potentially they're walking out. Can you can you carry the item out for them? I don't know. Grocery stores used to do that. I think they still might do that sometimes. Um, I know I don't get asked. I guess I'm maybe not old enough yet, but maybe that's something to 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 hit above expectations. Maybe uh, I know that interacting on a long, a long drawn out sale in a parts department, um, I'd offer to buy a Coke for a customer, you know, um, for some reason that little sort of gesture can go a long way. I'm not saying that's what you need to do. You can establish what works for you in your environment, what you can do to, to hit the mark and then exceed it. I think it's a lot of times about asking a lot of questions, you know, engaging with that customer, ask lots of questions that you actually need the answer to that you care about trying to uncover what problem can I solve for them? Those are ways where you can, you know, have your stock at that level where they're going to think, man, is this guy the owner? Right? To me, that that's a big win when you can get there. Um, I'd love feedback on any of this. Again, I could go off for a lot longer. I hate to monologue too long. I kind of just want to hit the main points of what I think. You want to be ownership level customer experience. You want to offer that. You want to be in that zone, right? You want to do that all the time. That's the one where you know that you've exceeded the expectations of the customer in the transaction. How can you do it? Well, let's get creative. I'd love to hear your ideas. I've got plenty. What you don't want to do is half-ass it, right? You don't want to show up, punch the keys on the keyboard, have them sign the paper, accept their payment, 
send them down the road. You don't want to do that, right? We all have plenty of that. We all have way more than we deserve of that. And honestly, I think that's where a lot of these, whether it's purchases through Amazon with its convenience, that's why that there's no need necessarily to tie the customer experience to that. There is a customer experience part of it in some of those transactions, but a lot of them there isn't. Because you know what? With no interaction with a human, sometimes it's better than a subpar interaction with a human. Um, I won't beat the dead horse too much, but I just wanted to cover these two and where I think they fit in. If you have any feedback on these, please let me know. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. This is episode three of the Dealership Fix-It podcast. Uh, please bookmark this and to get notified. And we've got a new episode loaded up. You'll uh, be made aware of that. And if you find any value in this or uh, for future episodes, uh, please share with some friends. Anybody that works at a dealership, um, you think they might have uh, interest in what we're talking about on here, let them know by sharing it. And we hope to see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.